Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with India-born dynamic leader and author Rahul Sharma. He currently resides in Ashburn, Virginia, and has dedicated his life to building mindsets that achieve excellence. As a published author, he eagerly anticipates the release of his next book, Habits for Miracles, in May of 2023. He's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Good morning. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Great to meet you. Same here. The first thing I want to do before we get into your life, very interesting life. You have a great journey geographically and, and full of accomplishments. How did you survive COVID? The last three years has been quite a thing for all of us. How did you get through it and how has it changed the way that you live your life now? So with God's grace, um, in immediate family members, all were safe. That is number one. And I think it was the bonding of uh, us as a family that really helped us. Um, it was challenging. Um, how it changed my world. It changed my world with the perspective that I don't need to go to work every day. I can work from home. Yeah. Versus before, oh man, how can I work from home? I have to be in office. I have to be in office. So that that, that is number one. Yeah. Number two, I think that the thought process of Taking self-care. Yeah. That life is life is too short. I mean, you don't know what's happening next. So uh, taking more care about yourself, taking more care about your loved ones, and spending, uh, creating those magic moments that help you in uh, living those moments. Uh, and for us, for our family, vacation is that magic moments where we are together, where there is no phones or no uh, work phones. And uh, we just cherish those moments. So we have started taking more and more time off, spending time together between four of us. So let's kind of get into the beginnings and a more of an understanding of you being a dynamic leader. And I'm going to start off with, I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. One of the kids looks up at you and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? I help people making their dreams fulfilled. So when you were in the third grade, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was not aware of that, honestly. Yeah. I, I had never thought about that, that yeah. what I want to be. Um, because theoretically for, for uh, kids at, at, uh, in India, 90% of them want to become engineers or doctors. Uh, but uh, honestly, this is an honest answer. I never thought of that at the third grade, what exactly I want to become. Yeah. Yes. As I was growing up, I, I was able to understand that what I want to do and what are my preferences, what should be my choices, and eventually uh, move into the human resources field. You know, it's interesting. I've never, I don't think I've ever said this before, but I've always felt it inside. I have a feeling that in a previous life, there's something about me that's tied to India. I love the Hinduism mindset. And I remember one time I was working at a lab in one of the more impoverished areas of Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And a gentleman came in who went to Mahatma Gandhi University, very well trained in, in technology, overly qualified. And I was offering a part-time position to run a lab. Mm -hmm. And I really liked him. And I said, look, man, I don't want to do this to you. You require more. And he explained to me what it took for him to get here and how this would be a foothold for him and it would help him. But he understood that 
maybe he needed to look further. We kept in touch. He ended up moving to Chicago and kind of used that as a springboard and did other things. But anyways, I've always felt as though there, there's a mentality with the Indian culture that really prizes work. And every time mm. I meet somebody from India in the United States, there is a driven, intuitive, grounded, humble nature that goes into who you are. So I want to kind of dig into like where you were born and raised and how these seeds got into you to want to excel and to really want to help people be who they need to be. So uh, I would uh, say that my parents uh, were the biggest uh, uh, area of uh, ray of light for me. So what they would, what they did with their surroundings, it just caught my attention. So my, my dad uh, used to work for Indian government and uh, he was always service for people. So uh, his approach, how he was talking with people, how he was helping others without any selfishness, that is something that got into me that you have to do good to others. My mom, how he was, how she was taking care of our helpers or our um, family members, extended family members, whenever people were coming as a guest, the treatment that was given, that those things really ingrained in me. Yeah. That, and this is this is important. No matter whatever you do, you need to take care of people, whether it is your family or outside. And um, and just just this weekend, there's an episode I wanted to share on this. So I had my son's uh, soccer game. And uh, I was just waiting for him to come to me. He was on the other side of the field uh, doing the celebration with his team. And I was walking on my car. And I heard a father talking to his son. That my son, I don't know where will I get a store to get food for you. I don't know if there are any vending machine nearby. Let me check. And I just overheard. And I had some snacks in, my, in the car because we always keep snacks because we travel from one game to another or one practice to another. So I offered them, hey, would you mind, you know, if I, if you, uh, if I can offer these snacks? And the, and the, and the boy really loved uh, the gesture and I was able, and I, I felt very good that I was able to help. And when my son came in, I was just telling him that, hey man, we need to make sure that our snack is ready always. We have our snacks in our car for us. And also when we can help someone who is in need, not just because they don't have money, but for some other reasons also. So that's the kindness gesture uh, has come from my parents. That's wonderful. So who would you consider role models or a hero for you in your life? Uh, definitely, no doubt, my dad, my father. I have no doubt in that because I've seen him. Uh, he has, uh, he, he he's an inspiration and uh, the, the bar that he has set is very difficult to, to cross. I mean, because I always used to think my work and his work, my work is about a team, 100 people, 200 people. But he's a public servant. For him, is the entire city, the entire nation, because the kind of work he was doing uh, in, before he got the retirement. He was uh, the administrator of a very famous temple in India, Lord Shiva Temple. And uh, there are uh, so many people visit from all over the country. So he was a public servant for them. And today, when I go and visit that temple, I hear things that, man, what you dad, your dad did, no one can do. Things have changed now and all those kind of things. So he has really set that high bar 
in uh, the self discipline going above and beyond um yeah. he was having 9 to 5 job but he was there 8 to 8 uh, in the temple yeah uh, just because he had that love to serve people and and serve the god that's heavy so let me ask you this if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now someone you admire who would it be who would you love to spend time with i would love to spend time with uh, nelson mandela and uh, the reason i want to spend i i know you have not asked me that question but i will tell you is uh, one of the thing which uh, while i was doing research about my book um, one of the habits in my book talks about silence and nelson mandela's name used to come every now and then when i was doing research so i did a deep deep dive on on his life and uh, definitely i want to uh, know more about the things he learned from his father and the things he did when he was in prison how he got that courage and and the uh, resilience to to give back uh, to the community you know what's fascinating about him is is that he didn't think he was going to survive that trial he thought they were going to kill him because he was with an accomplice. But can you imagine I heard a story on this and we all know loosely the story of Nelson Mandela but just to imagine that he chartered out to change something that took 27 years and when he came out what he wanted to have changed totally happened. Can you imagine mm -hmm. how mind-blowing that would be to see the world in the way that you dreamed it? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. That is that is what i call as a miracle yeah so oh, yeah so, so so in my book the miracles habit for miracles is not those supernatural miracles is the miracles is anything that you could not do it or you thought that you will not be able to do it because of your limiting belief or someone never thought that you can do and you were able to do it that is what miracle is all about. absolutely so let's get to the heart and soul of what makes you tick every day what is the motivator when you get up you have things that you want to accomplish people that you want to make happy you want to fulfill yourself what's the ultimate motivator for you the ultimate motivator is if i'm able to um help someone who is struggling uh help someone who 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 needs some guidance help someone who needs some inspiration i'm always looking for that moment where i would i could be that source uh the another aspect is i want to live a life that my my kids are proud of uh, the legacy that i leave behind uh, and it is sometimes you know it's so funny one day my wife told me that you know what you don't need to worry about our son listen why because he's learning everything from you so you just need to take care of you he is just a replica of you the way you talk on the phone the way you get dressed up everything so for every parent it's 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 we we are the role model we are yeah. the first and a person that they they see they, um, before they go out and they spend most of the time at home uh, so how we interact with them how we um, share things with them is is very very important so that is what keeps me motivated that am i able to uh keep them happy am i able to teach them things that will help them in their life it's funny i always thought about that you know whenever it really comes to parenting 101 the big thing is is they always watch you they soak in all of that mm -hmm. so whether good bad ugly otherwise absolutely. they're going to absorb that absolutely wow. absolutely <laughs> wow so when you get to the end of that proverbial day and you look back and 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 think about it How do you quantify a good day? How do you say that day was a good day? 
So actually, there's a choice that I have uh, and in the mindset I have. So I want to call every day is a good day because I want to feed my mind that whatever you did was good. Whether it is bringing the result that you thought of or not, that is a different story. But as long as you gave your best because effort is in our hand, we cannot control the result. So so when, when we go to bed, that, hey, what is the act of kindness? What is the gratitude? What, what great things you did without any selfish motive? If we are able to count those one or two things, uh, and inside also, like say, saying say thank you to my wife when she's making our tea or coffee or a food, sometimes we just take things for granted. Um, and I, and uh, for my kids, for getting up in on in the uh, in the morning, uh, making their uh, school bag ready, making their water water fill, those are the small small things that they help me so that they can get ready and we can go to uh, school on time. Those thank youness. So aside from your family and your children, what have you done in your life that you're the proudest of? Uh, the people I have interacted in the last 20 years, the, the employees of the organization that I have worked with, I have uh, right from scratch. So they were just fresh entry-level grads. And today they are the leader. They are the country head of a couple of countries that uh, our organization is supporting. Um, they have been able to inculcate more leaders. So uh, that is what is my proudest uh, you know, moments and proudest uh, thing that I just admire. The people that I was able to build, make them people uh, because being people is very, very important. Being yeah. human, being human. You need to be uh, human first before you uh, become a successful individual or successful performer. So in your business life of all the clients that you've had, what's been the best success story, best fan letter you've ever gotten? Let, let me talk about this. Uh, two years ago, it happened. So I random, I got a note on LinkedIn. Uh, the person was known to me, uh, but he has been not working with our organization for almost four or five years. And just out of the blue, he mentioned that uh, I remember the training I spent with you the two days in 20, 2017, the leadership training. And in, then he, he went on talking about what he liked and how he is implementing, implemented things and how it has changed his life. So those, those messages, when people tell me without me asking them that, okay, how it has helped them, that means I have made a, a world or I have made a very uh, impact, big impact in the life. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So everyone out there sees you in a certain light. You have all these bubbles of people, family, friends, clients, colleagues, those that you've mentored, but ultimately you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm an introvert person, which is completely opposite of what I do. Uh, I want to, because of the number of talking I do, when I'm alone, I want to just relax by, by being to self, uh, uh, no disturbance, that's the peaceful. So I'm a beach person, I'm a water person. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm very emotional as an individual. Yeah. So uh, that's one uh, argument or a debate is happening in my house to get a, a pet. 
because I used to have pet in India and they were so close. It was very difficult to let them go when they passed away. So we are having that challenge right now. My kids are after me. So, but I agree to it. So most likely in the next three to six months, we will have a pet in our house. Yeah. But yes. Uh, <laughs> that, those are the personality trait of mine. Yeah. So if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, hire you, anything pertaining to your world, where can they go? They can go to my website. Uh, it's www.habitsformiracles.com. But before they uh, they look into that, I would encourage them to look my work through this book, Habits for Miracles. That will give a lot of insight uh, to them. Uh, I will be more than happy to talk to talk about this book in your organization or your university. Uh, because I do believe that habits, if inculcated early on, would would be more helpful, more beneficial. Yeah. So whether you're a student or you are uh, having a midlife crisis or you are, uh, you know, having some medical issues because of which you are not able to uh, do things the way you wanted to, this would be a motivator, this book. And I just got the author copies yesterday, actually the proof copies. Wonderful. That's great. I love that. I love that. I love that. What is the plan? Uh, oh, this is just a, a regular plant where okay. it's just coming out from uh, the root. Yeah. So as the the plant is coming out, is itself is a miracle. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to depict that we can also have miracles in our life if you want to. It's amazing. I look at life all the time and think about all the things that we may overlook and there are miracles all around us. I mean, the fact that nature regenerates and does the things that we do, the amount of animals and botanicals and everything, it's amazing. And just what we can do, like with Mandela and all of that, it's it's right. really cool. So that's wonderful. You're, you're tapping into that. Best of luck with the book and your business and everything as we move forward. Thank you for opening up your story. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate your time. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm -hmm.